all of the fortunes and misfortunes of the FFA Cup. We take a look around Australia at how other NPL leagues are going so far this season. We go through some cool club names and I get emotional about a parking sign. Ladies and gentlemen, it's episode 11 of the Semi-Pro Potty. No beers this week, ladies and gentlemen. That was the dulcet sound of two coffees clanking in the morning. Welcome to episode 11 of the Semi-Pro Potty. I am your host this week and every week, William Chambers, and to my right, as always, Branson Gibson. How are you, my friend? I'm very well, Will. How are you doing, mate? Coffees this morning, feeling pretty good? Yeah, I think we've, uh, we've, we've shifted about quite quickly in the space of a week. We were dead keen for a beer last week, now we're dead keen for coffees. Well, it's sort of funny the recording times do mix up. It is, uh, what, 9am? So <laughs> yeah, we probably should have said we were recording at night last week, yes. not at 8 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, 9am beer, probably not. Not the best idea, but I mean, you never know. Depends if you're coming off the back of a big one, I feel. It does, it does. Coming off the back of a big one, nice Ooh. segue as always. Point you, good dad. Ooh. Ooh, yeah, okay. Oh, okay. We point, get the sentiment. Point, point to you and Brands in the bin already. Um, big round of FFA Cup. Huge. Massive results coming through, and I dare say we picked some of the upsets, so we'll... Um, yeah. Yep. We'll get on to some of those results a little bit later on in this first part of the show, but first... Every week we do it. Kit bag segment. Branson, what are you wearing? I am wearing, for the first time this season, I've gone for the scarf option, which is always good for Bran, because I have a ginormous scarf collection. Yeah, Maybe it, not it, ginormous, but no, many. It's, it, is, it is extensive. Uh, many what is scarves. It? Um, no, there was a word that I learned the other week that was really good that says like an, an impressive collection. Anyway, yeah, come back to it later. Yeah. So, anyway, so I've dipped into my scarf collection this week and I'm wearing a Gold Coast United scarf. An old A-League scarf. Very cool. It's it like, was the really naff design era of the A-League yeah. where they did, like, dappled fades yeah, and Yeah, exactly. And half was... yellow, half blue, and then, like, the polka dot blend or whatever. Yeah, it's like a, sh- it's like a shite gradient is how I would call it. But yeah, but, you know, it's a it good scarf. It is a great scarf. It's it, a great scarf. It's a good scarf. It's one I of like my favourites of yours. Yep, yeah, and, you know... RIP Gold Coast United, sort of. Forever know. in our hearts. Yeah, not in the A-League. Ever since they've left, there's been a big hole in the colour wheel. No team in the A-League wearing yellow. Disappointing. It is a gap that probably needs... I say probably needs filling. It doesn't definitely need filling. It probably needs yep. filling. The same as green. North Queensland Fury gone, no green. But anyway, I digress. Gold Coast United scarf. And we'll talk about Gold Coast United a little bit yeah. later on, I reckon. I, d- I did like... I mean, Gold Coast United with this weird sort of club. My mate Vince Regari was doing the media for them while he was up at uh, Bond University up there. Yep. Um, and, look, you know, Bruce Jutte played up there. He's one of my favourite footballers. He retired yep. this week, actually. Yep. Well, and in the special interview we did with Liam Boland, he mentioned that he almost had a gig there. Yeah. He, he trialled there and they said, you know, come back next season. We want to bring you in. And that was... You know, it turned out to be the same year that Clive Palmer pulled the plug. So. Yeah, have a, have a listen to it because it was really interesting because then uh, I think, what, the next season, Miron Blyberg was managing um, the club that he was at. Was it Florida Athena over in WA? Uh, I don't know if he, he... I think he was at Oakley. So, oh, OK. So, was that, was, so okay. that was what brought Boland to the NPL Victoria. Anyway, yeah. listen to the interview because he talks all about that, raises a whole bunch of mm. really interesting points. Gold Coast United, forever in our hearts. Yes. Unfortunately, not in our leagues. Yes, very unfortunate. But, mate, 
talking about yourself for Kit Bag. Tell me what you have got on because I like it very much. I have got quite a special one. It's a Sierra Leone away jersey. Um, it is. Uh, I it's remember a- it was an. It's an AMS clothing um, line. So AMS clothing, very interesting sort of uh, brand that set up. This guy was just designing jerseys in his bloody on his computer. And then got approached by a, a number of African nations to be like, we don't yeah. have a national team kit. Can you do our national team yeah. kit? And I just kind of hate the standard Puma kits that go around. And, you know, he very much um, designs them with a little bit of flair and a little bit of vigour. And I have to say, that's almost my perfect kit. Because, it, yeah. because there's things that brand like. So, yeah. random, obscure... African nation, Sierra Leone, tick. Yeah. Uh, sky blue or that light powdery There's blue. There's like three is one... blues to it. Yep. Yeah. You know, blue, one of my favourite colours. And then it's got like, you know, the some Tessellating funky... shapes. Yeah. yeah. Funky sort of design. Anyway, beautiful kit. Number 10, yeah. Kamara. Any idea who he is? Um, yes, he is in my top three favourite um, Sierra Leone national is footballers. He? Yeah. That's a really nice place to be. Who else? I won't ask you to tell me who else is yeah, in the top three. So, so <laughs> save them for next week. Yeah, do, do uh, no, I have absolutely no idea who Kamara is, but look, uh, it's a lovely kit, and um, check out AMS Clothing, because they've got some really lovely ones. I remember the, uh, the uh, Eritrea one. Eritrea? Uh, Colin A, Absolutely no idea. Um, hit us up. I reckon it's Eritrea. Absolutely no idea. Eritrea? Eritrea? Anyway, you know, <laughs> next week's podcast will be solely devoted to the correct yes. pronunciation of countries and uh, football teams. Um, anyway... On the topic of football teams, let's move on. Branson Gibson, massive week of FA Cup results. Let's rattle through them. We'll talk about some of the key ones, some of the key upsets. Um, kicking off with Oakley Cannons 2, Bo Morris, nil. Yes, then we had Heidelberg 3, defeating Keelor Park, nil. Yep, uh, look, Melbourne Knights put 7 <coughs> past Marula Bark. Uh, Kingston City on top of St Kilda. Oh, yep, yeah, nice. Uh, Hume City... Bit of a boring one niller against Mill Park. Well, that one was pretty tight. I think Hume had were down to a red card. They only scored late as well. Mm. So there were a couple of potential upsets. That was a sort of a near miss there. Sorry, for Hume. cup sets, my friend. Oh, we're cup talking sets. cup sets now. Excellent. That's a, I like that. It is a very good. I like, I, like that. the only reason why I like cup tournaments is so I can roll out the term cup set. Ah, lovely. Well, you know, Hume City survived. Uh, their fellow NPL team, Dandenong Thunder, however, did not survive. No. A 3-2 loss to Northcote City. Northcote City, not not the worst opponent. I mean, no, oh, sorry, sorry, not the worst kind NPL, of... They were in NPL last year. Yeah, exactly. Sorry, what I meant for Dandenong Thunder is, you know, losing to an NPL 2 team isn't, you know, the worst thing possible mm. as opposed to losing to, like, you know, State League or whatever in terms of embarrassment or whatever, you know. Yeah, as a as a supporter, so but Northcote City are. I mean, I think they're about midish table in MPL too. They haven't been amazing. Yeah, I'm just. But gonna... for the but for the Thunder, not a great result. You know, coming off a six-two walloping. Yeah, to Avondale in the league, and then taking on Northcote City and and dropping points there and oh sorry not dropping points there just dropping straight out of the cup there. Yeah, not ideal. Considering they're going to be, um, I think in a little probably not in a relegation scrap at this stage, I think they're going to be around that mid-table. You kind of want a good cup run to keep you going, you know, because... (laughs) You're right there. Yeah, I am. Sorry. Excellent. Um, Yeah, you want a bit of a cup run going because if you're just sort of squandering around mid-table, you know, you're keeping your head above water with a relegation battle, but you're not really challenging for that sort of final series. You want something to go for, and I think the cup run would have suited them perfectly this year, but Northcote City, not a fan of scripts... 
No, just tearing it up. Yeah, great win for them. Um, so they're going to the next round. I think we should definitely... I'm hoping they get a home draw there so that we can um, jump off to a game. Um, South Melbourne won just to the good of Essendon Royals. Yep, Altona Magic getting the job done 4-0 against Box Hill United. Yeah, that's a, that's a lecture in football. And if that was a lecture, then Avondale's six. Mazenod victory nil was a bloody thesis. It, well, well, very interesting because I went to this game. I reckon the scoreline does flatter Avondale quite they, a yeah, lot. They uh, didn't get their obligatory goal in the first five minutes. No, no. And then it was one nil at half time. Mazenod actually had a perfect a one on one opportunity early in the second half to equalise. Mm. It was a great save from Chris Oldfield, but that would have obviously tied the game up and then anything could happen. Yeah. And then I think it was five minutes later they made a goalkeeper error, you know, playing out of the back 2-0 and then it was game over. But shout-out to Liam Boland who came off the bench for the second half and then scored four off so the bench. That, so is, we'll, that is topical because we did an well, interview. We did with... and we'll, we'll point out a little fact later on. Oh, why later on? Oh, we'll do it now. So I mean, yeah, so we've interviewed two players and yep. every week after we've aired the interview they've gone on to score a hat-trick. Absolutely, 100%. So so we did it with you, Alex Salmon, did yeah. it? If you want to come and fill your boots with goals... Jump on an interview with us. Yep, and NPL clubs. If you've got a player who you want to, you know, whip into some fine form, get in touch. We'll sit down, we'll have a chat, and, you know, I'll come out and score a hat-trick. I kind of want to test with a defender, if we could interview a defender. And then they Um, score a hat-trick? No. Ooh, goalkeepers. (laughs) Amazing. (laughs) Amazing. Um, No, I was more thinking, like, red cards or something. Oh, we don't don't want that. No, but, like... Like, amazing clean sheets or something. I don't know. Yeah. But Um, anyway... Amazing clean sheets. (laughs) A term no one's ever said in football. I don't know. Um... The next result was also very interesting. Preston Lions 3, Dandenong City 1. So I got a new bike, tangent, I got a new bike on Saturday. And I took it for a ride. And I was riding on the Merry Creek Trail and I was jumped off. Yep. And I jumped off at Preston Lions. Yep. And I was like, hmm, do I just duck in and watch some football? Because there was a bit of time before kickoff. And I didn't know they were playing Dandy City. If I had known they were playing Dandy City, I would have 100% jumped in the centre, but that's a yep. massive result for them. Well, it is. It's huge for Preston. Obviously, State League 1, mm. they're flying. They're on the way up. Um, very Dandy int- City very much on the way down. Well, yeah. Well, Preston Lions, you know, they've got that, you know, former NSL, got a lot of fans, mm-hmm. all that sort of stuff. And Dandy City, I mean, it just kind of gets worse for them, you know, not yeah, doing well in the league. And, and and the cup can always be like, you know, we're talking about the Thunder, mm. like a morale booster, you know, yeah. if you're not in form in the league, you go into the cup. Cup runs are... Yeah, and generally, you know, you come up against, chances are mm. a lesser opponent if you're an MPL one side. And, you know, you can sort of get into form, play the way you want, dominate a game and get that win. Yeah. And you can then hopefully take that into the league. Didn't happen for Dandy City. No. Um, uh, Preston, uh, it was also Dandenong City's first week with their new manager. So some managerial changes, I believe. No, they sacked their manager after this game, I think. Oh, no, I thought it was before it. Oh. Anyway, we'll get... Jump on the Twitter timeline, so I'll go through some of the scores, because we should get that right, because I believe that they made the announcement um, last week. Um, But we'll we'll look that up. Um, But look, yeah, Dandenong City... On the way down, Preston Lions definitely showing some good form. Look, the Preston Lions ground was really lovely as well. Um, it felt like a really good suburban ground. There was one thing that one little thing that I saw that I really quite liked, and I was riding around the back streets around there, and they had a sign that I'd never seen before, and it was a no standing sign, but it said no standing on soccer match days. And I'm like, oh. I've never seen a parking sign that specifically references like 
yeah. football in Australia yeah. and match days. I'm like, it kind of made me like nice yeah, and fuzzy. Makes sense, makes sense. And just to clarify, I did double check. You were correct. So they sacked their coach on Friday. Yes. Um, so, so that was, you know, I'm not sure if they, it was a timely thing of, you know, let's try and then jolt into action for the cup to keep it yeah. in, but it didn't work. Yeah, um, and we'll talk about the coaching changes a little bit later on, but the next game was Pascoe Vale literally scraping over the line against Moreland City. Yeah. So Pascoe Vale led twice, uh, Moreland City obviously tied it up twice. This one actually went to penalties, and Pascoe Vale ended up winning 10-9 on penalties, That's, which is I, amazing. I kind of, I'm not sure about you with this, this sort of penalty shootout, but... There's two kinds of penalty shootouts, and I don't like the kind where you're kind of watching it as being like, oh, someone just miss. Like, like everyone just keeps, like, going through and slotting their one. You're like, this could never end. I think there was one a couple of years ago. It was, like, England or someone. We got to, like, 14 or 15. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, someone just balls up, yeah. please. Like, because by that stage, when you're at, like, 14, 15, you're going back through. Yeah. Like, the goalkeepers yeah, have taken time, a yeah, kick. Yeah, you're yeah, going yeah, back through, through yeah. the yeah. list. Yeah. Um, Imagine, imagine if instead of going through the lifts, it just became coaching staff. Like, assistant oh. coaches, you know, <laughs> managers or whatever. Imagine if you've got someone in the canteen who's just got a mean left foot yes, from the Yes, come on, come oh. on in. It's 20 all we need anyone. Anyway. Oh, that'd be great. I'd absolutely love it. Uh, next game, Werribee City 3, Green Gully 1. Gully cup set. Big cup set. Um, Gully bite the dust. Yeah. Uh, unfortunate result for them. Obviously, great for Werribee. Good to see, you know. There's a lot of talk about, you know, do the NPL sides come in too early, you know, taking on State League 1 teams. God, there's, no. there's a State League 5 team floating around as yeah. well. So, like, you know, do the NPL teams come in too early? Should they be seeded? Uh, you know, you look at Avondale and the Melbourne Knights smashing their opponents, you go, yeah, definitely come in too early. But then you see this, you see Green Gully get drawn and Dandenong City against relatively sort of toughish opponents and, and losing. So, tough one for Gully. Yeah, no, look, I'm all for bringing in clubs as early as possible. I actually think in the FF, in the FFA Cup, the A-League clubs get introduced too late. I think there needs to be a little bit more um, more room for upsets. And I know that they don't want to have this thing where, you know, like, um, you know, Adelaide United putting 10 past a State yeah. League 2 team. But it's like, mm. by the same token, Adelaide United, I mean, they won the league and then they went up to club in Queensland and we lost like our first game after winning the A-League yeah. we lost in the FFA Cup and like the, I think I don't I, th- I think they do this but when they do the FFA Cup draws like the A-League teams have to be away when oh, they yeah. come in yeah okay I like so, that so it's like some of the A-League clubs have to play each other and then some of them are away so that gives you know your MPL or your State League yeah. whoever they draw it gives them you know mm. a great chance to attract fans and they and really do, hype they it up and bring the money. Yeah, and this, I know the semi-finals one, no, the quarter-finals, one of them is an all-state league affair, so that you can guarantee right. that someone's getting through to the semis. Yeah. But, like, I think there's still a little bit too much protection that happens early on. Anyway, yeah. um, Warrigal United nil, Bentley Greens 3. That was a pretty straightforward away win for Bentley Greens. Keeps them in the comp. Obviously, they've got previous in this one. Yes, um, good, good FFA Cup pedigree. Yeah, they do. Um... And then the final one. Another cup set. Not mate. happy with this one, though. I know you, I've got a soft spot for them now, but Port Melbourne losing 1 0 to St Albans at home as well. Yeah, not great. Well, St Albans floating around in, in NPL 2. So, again, similar to, similar to the Thunder. Not, I mean, the most embarrassing loss, if you can call it that. St Albans are doing pretty well in yep. NPL 2. They've only lost one. 
but, but Port Melbourne but is again, yeah, that's it. I mean, Port Melbourne need backup, and Port Melbourne had you know been in a good run of form there Did in the league. Home, and, yeah, yeah, you know, well a few home. a few good wins. It looked like they were sort of hitting their straps a bit, yeah. or hitting their strides. Sorry, either or, whatever. Yeah, strides um, or straps. Yeah, whatever. Maybe that's our new uh, horse racing strides or podcast. Straps. Yeah, good strides or straps. Yep, good, love yeah. it. But anyway, so a hiccup, obviously for Port Melbourne, and the FFA Cup is. Not very forgiving. No, and um, while we were sort of looking at some of the FFA Cup results in other states around the world, around the world, around Australia, yep, good. Um, yeah, just just tone the dial back on that one a bit. Yep. Um, oh, yeah, we we saw a, a bit of a cracker over in WA with Sorrento SC five. ECU Joondalup 4, so as the Edith Cowan University team. Yep. Four. Um, Branson, tell us about this one, because this has got this has put a big check against one of the things at the very first episode that yep. we said we wanted yep, to yep, see. Yep. Well, so we saw the video on Twitter, FFA Cup retweeted it. I think, you know, a Sorrento fan filmed it. So pretty much Sorrento were down late in the game, 97th minute, something like that, you know, deep into extra time. Sorrento have a corner, goalkeeper comes up, and he scores. He and does. Not, not directly from the corner, but it sort of looks like it takes a head or a bounce it's or something. A good back. He's a good I mean, run to the back. Post. It is, it is. But the ball finds his way to him, and then he just tucks it home. Yeah. So what we said in episode one, we were like, what do we want to see? You said you wanted to see, like, the latest ever goal, goal yeah. in, within regulation 90 minutes yeah. in, like, stoppage time. Mm-hmm. And I said I wanted to see, you know, like, a late goalkeeper goal. And then we were like, oh, yeah, imagine if it was a late goalkeeper so goal. So that was in 97 late... minutes. So that's getting up there. I still haven't done my research. Yeah, I, I don't think it's quite the latest. I think you said the latest was, like, in the 100th minute mark or something like that, which is, yeah, I don't know what happened. The lights yeah. went out for 20 minutes in that game. Or <laughs> I, I don't know. But, you know, pretty close. And to Sorrento's credit, so... The goalkeeper scored the equaliser. Yeah. Uh, the game then went on to penalties, and Sorrento won in the penalty shootout, and the goalkeeper saved at least one of the penalties. Oh, great. What a hero. Yes, yeah. They cast in bronze out the yep. front of the stadium. I mean, bronze is quite expensive. Probably yep. better things to spend your money on. Yeah, probably. Um, so, look, that was sort of the, a look at sort of the FFA Cup results across Victoria at this stage. But what we want to do is, you know, in the absence of a full uh, round of... Um, NPL Vic fixtures, we wanted to actually jump around the grounds around Australia. Exactly, exactly. So we thought we'd mix it up and take a look at some of the other NPL leagues across the country. And, you know, it's the first time we've done this, so hopefully we uh, we go relatively well. But... We will go excellently. Yes. Um, yeah, and what we wanted to do was really very much we wanted to throw it out to you guys because uh, you're all aware now that we're not experts, even at NPL Victoria, um, let alone other state leagues. So if you're listening to this and you're from any of these states and we want to maybe do this once a fortnight, once a month or something, Yep. so reach out to us, let us know if you're keen to sort of, you know, give us a little bit of five, ten minute spiel on, on how some of the other state leagues, because there are some cracking games going on around Australia and I think it's yep. rude of us to put the blinkers on and not give them the time of day that they deserve. And some cracking league races as well. So, Will, yes. get us started. You're an Adelaide boy and you yeah. had a look at the NPL in South Australia. So, what's going on Yes, my homeland, um, which I've absolutely rescinded any relationship to. <laughs> Very loyal of you. Yeah, no, look, so we're into round seven of, um, uh, they, I think there's 22-odd rounds that they play over there. Um, yep. So there's 12 teams in um, in the NPLSA with uh, two leagues below them, the myriad of under-20s and under-18s below that. Um, 
So there's actually, you know, I sort of probably a year before I moved over, I started to get a little bit more into NPLSA clubs. Yep. Um, my friend Daniel was a referee over there, so I would more often not go there just to yell abuse at him because you can do that as a supporter. Is like you can't just go to the pub and yell abuse at your mate. It's kind of rude. But when he's a referee <laughs> on a field, it's very easy. Yep, yep. Um, so, look, a couple of the clubs from Adelaide that always stuck out for mine were Adelaide City. Um, that's probably one of the biggest. So they're Adelaide Juventus, essentially. Um, big yep. Italian club. Damien Mori um, is now their manager. He was also a club legend, I think. Morrie is still the leading goal scorer in all leagues of football in Australia. Wow. Yeah, like wow. he is a prolific. Uh, so this was in the glory days of Adelaide City. Um, Alex Tobin played for them. Now we have the Alex Tobin medal, so yep, named yep. after him. Uh, Sergio Melter. Um, both the Vidmars and the Aloysies, uh, you know, plied their trade at Adelaide City. So, you know, if we're looking at clubs with... Socceroo pedigree, you really can't go much further than Adelaide City. I think they're up there with uh, South Melbourne and I yep. um, uh, can't think of who else, but yeah, no, definitely they're in the sort of top five clubs for that. Um, West Adelaide as well, Greek team, West Adelaide Hellers. Um, John Cosmina was probably their most famous name. Um, he went over to play in England and he's a very, very good footballer. Turned out to be a great coach as well particularly for grabbing musket around the throat. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Adelaide-Croatia, which is one of my favourites. Um, that was probably one of the first NPL games I went to, Adelaide-Croatia. So they're yep. out at the Croatian Sports Centre, which I right, absolutely no. love. The corner flags are Croatian flags, which I think is very good. Um, one of their favourites was, well, probably one of the names that stands out for mine was uh, Charlie Perkins. He played back in the day. He was a big Aboriginal rights activist. Uh, he actually went over and played for Everton. In, wow. uh, yeah, in Everton and I think Wigan. Yep, lovely. In, in, in England. Didn't um, know that. But he was, um, there's a really good book, The Life and Death of Australian Football by Joe Gorman. And he talks a lot about Charlie Perkins. And he was actually the first Aboriginal man to graduate from university in Australia to get a university certificate. Um, very big um, rights activist, uh, excellent footballer as well, absolutely adored. I think it was a really funny quote in the book. I'll try and find it. But he was essentially saying, if you want to feel what marginalised is like, play for a, be Aboriginal and play for a Croatian team in soccer in Australia in the 80s. And it was very much that, <laughs> that kind of environment. It was very hard back then. So just a bit of a snapshot as to a couple of the clubs. But, you know, jumping to the, the NPLSA as it is at the moment... Um, Blue, Adelaide Blue Eagles are absolutely setting the pace, but it's pretty goddamn tight. So after seven rounds, there's four points separating first to eighth. That is tight. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. We're, weirdly, we're not seeing a lot of yo-yoing from week to week either. You know, like it's uh, everyone just keeps kind of winning. So yep. there's a big there's, that top eight spots is really quite hotly contested early on. Um, Adelaide Olympic were sort of you know. Sort of, I think they were three wins from three, but they've only taken one point in the last four games, so they've sort of been the only team that's really dropped down the pecking order. But um, the surprise packet for mine was Adelaide. Both Adelaide City and West Adelaide are down in uh, 10th and 11th, so sitting very much yeah. in that sort of relegation zone. Um, Branson, you'll like this. There is a Fulham United in South Australia I, as well. I didn't know that. That's yeah. amazing. So, and I think do you know do you know much about that? Yeah, or? I know that they are similarly shit because they're also oh. in the second division, um, oh. which is what Fulham now are. We aren't yet. 
<laughs> just throwing it out there very quickly on Fulham. Back-to-back wins in the league as well <laughs> after we got relegated. First away win of the season. I'm like, oh my, we could not which, have... which table did you flip oh, in the house after that? And so we couldn't have done this when it mattered. Anyway, moving on. Yeah, so Fulham United, I'm going to have to get into Yeah, Fulham them. United. Um, so, yeah, I've not seen them before, but have a look at that. That'll be quite funny. Um, we got some golden boot um, sort of people running out the front with it at the, man, at the moment. Emmanuel Testardi for Blue Eagles. Obviously, if you're top of the table, you kind of expect to have a player in the golden boot race. Yep. Um, and Terence Carter for Adelaide Croatia, uh, or Raiders. I've always called them Adelaide Croatia, but um, the Raiders are sort of, you know, we've got a two-horse race there for the golden boot. Um, and then I think in third, uh, Pacific... Ni- N- oh, my God. I've done a Branson, and I really can't pronounce it. <laughs> Nyongbear. Yeah. Uh, he's been on the Adelaide United bench. He plays for their youth team. Yep. So okay. he's been featuring quite a bit on their um, on the first team lately. But he's in the Adelaide United, Adelaide United youth team, which plays in the NPL yeah, over there. Yep, yep. So yep. look, Adelaide United struggling for goals. They've got a young kid there who is you know leading Develop- the line and yep. developing. Yeah, yeah, you know, developing good talent instead of just, you know, trying to buy in a really rubbish striker. A um, couple of big notes as well. Martello Karuska um, is playing for uh, Adel- West Adelaide Hellers. And Marcus Flores is playing for Adelaide City, which is what kind of shocked me that they're um, so far down the, the pecking order in South Australia. Um, but, you know, he Flores, I think we just spoke about the other week, scored a cracking goal um, from yeah, halfway. Yeah, from halfway, yeah. yeah. So, look, that's the, that's the roundup of... Um, MPLSA, uh, look, it's a very tight top of the table. It'll be really interesting to see how that sort of transpires over the, you know, mid, mid-season. mid Where is it looking? Because, yeah, that having four points separating first to eighth is ridiculous. Yeah, very tight. Um, MPLSA, uh, NPL New South Wales. Branson, you had a look at this. I did indeed. So, in New South Wales, they're also seven games into the season. So, uh, aligned nicely with South Australia, seven games in. 12 teams. At the moment, we've got the Wollongong Wolves sitting on top of the table. Very proud club. Yeah, absolutely. And also a great name. Love the alliteration. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they're sitting on top with 17 points so far this season. Um, they're currently undefeated. They've won five and drawn two. Uh, so on top, they sit three points clear of second place RPL Leichhardt Tigers. Another big club. Another big club. Another yeah. big club. In Great name. New as well. Yeah, awesome name. Well, the Tigers, I think they lost the grand final last year to Sydney Olympics. So they'll obviously be looking to go one further this year. So in second place, looking pretty good up there. You know, Wollongong as well doing pretty well. I know their fans were pushing really hard for an A-League licence and and they were cut from the process a little bit early, which sort of surprised me a little bit. I thought, you know, I mean, I don't know a lot about the ins and outs and financials and all that sort of stuff, but on the surface at least, I thought they'd be a good candidate and, Mm -hmm. you know, success in the league sort of showing the FFA and the A-League that, hey, look, you know, we might not have got a franchise this time, but on the field we're still yeah. successful. And I think that franchise is definitely dangling the carrot for some of these clubs to go, you know what, we, if we play the next few years right, we'll be in a way better position for a bid next time. Yeah. Well, the Tigers, going back to Arpia, they've only lost one game this season. Uh, that game that they did lose came to top place Wollongong. Uh, the Wolves claiming a 3-0 victory earlier on in the season. Uh, Apia as well, we're talking about the FFA Cup. They've got a bit yes. of pedigree there. They were the team that knocked out the victory in mm-hmm. the FFA Cup last that year. That was late as well, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was Sakaya who scored for Apia Leica. Really? And he now, yeah, and now 
plies his trade but in the, yeah in the MPL in Victoria. So good little good little tie up there. Always uh, always good to sort of see how you know different players and different clubs mm. and you know trucking people like that. So I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, you've then got Marconi, Blacktown, Sydney United, and Manly rounding out the top six. I feel like Manly would have an excellent stadium. I'm going to look this up. Keep yeah, yeah cool, this. cool. Yep. Um, sorry, lost my train of thought there. Yeah, so Manly, <laughs> Manly ran out the top six. Uh, last year's grand final winners, Sydney Olympic, uh, finding things a little bit tougher this season. They did beat... Oh, sorry, they beat up here in the grand final last year, but currently sit eighth with uh, two wins, two draws, and three losses. So not... An amazing haul of points there for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, finding, you know, things a little bit trickier this year. Uh, what is it? The Premiership Hangover or Title Hangover? Oh, I, think they, yeah. I, think they, I think they use a lot that term a lot in AFL. Not so much in, in football, but, you know. Uh, down the bottom, though, you've got Mount Druitt Town Rangers and the Sutherland Mount Sharks. Druitt Town Rangers. That's a... That's a good I name. I feel like that name should have stopped like two words earlier. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I kept adding. adding I, words I love to a it. team that has town in their name. But anyway, yeah. uh, and the Sutherland Sharks occupy the bottom two spots on the table. The Sharks are one point behind Rangers. Uh, it's not quite as bunched up as the NPL in Victoria and as the NPL yeah, in South yeah. Australia, but it's still pretty tight early on uh, across the board as well. Because, so I noticed this and I found it quite interesting, but every team is within a win of the team above them on the ladder. Okay, cool. If so that it's makes sense. condensed. Yeah. yeah you so haven't got like these 15 point gaps earlier. Yeah, on. yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's not like what you were saying, you know, where the top six are, you know, running just separate. Away with yeah, the or, or, yeah. Or, 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 but they're only separated by four points. But, you know, so every team is within a win of the team above them. So. It's just, yeah, really condensed. So every week, every game, you know, teams are able to leapfrog each other and mm. able to climb. So even the teams down the bottom, you know, have that chance to, to go up in those mid-range teams. But, yeah, you know, I thought I thought that was quite interesting yeah. there. Good, good spot there, Branson. Yes, thank you. Uh, up here's Christopher Payne is the league's leading scorer. He's netted himself seven goals so far this season. Uh, in the New South Wales MPL 2, the Western... Sydney Wanderers, uh, their U team, and North Shore Mariners are leading the way in the MPL mm. two. And Jeez, you went to MPL two. Well, oh, I just had a little bit of a look there. Yeah, um, nice. the North Shore Mariners are not the Central Coast Mariners because they also have a team. But yes, the Wanderers and North Shore Mariners leading the way in the second division. And so that's my uh, that's my yeah. little wrap on New South Wales, mate. Um, random flag. All right, yep. So we've started to introduce this randomly. I am just going to pick a flag and quiz Branson on his knowledge of flags. Yep. If you've not listened to the podcast before, you're just going to be like, what the hell is going on right now? But for those of you seasoned veterans, you'll yep. know that Branson loves his flags. I and do he indeed. definitely backs himself at being able to remember flags. Yep. Um, so this week, for you, Branson, I want you to describe to me Antigua and Barbuda. Okay, so this is a weird one. So, uh, it's... I know what it is. So, it's obviously a rectangle. It's got, like, red triangles on the side. Tick. Uh, it's got a sun in the middle, yellow sun in the middle, and then I think it's uh, blue, white, and black. Oh, sorry, black, white, blue in 
that little triangle up the top. You've done incredibly well. That, it's, you've it's, you've so got it, the colour order wrong, but you've absolutely okay. nailed it. Other than that. Oh, what is it? Uh, blue, black, white. Sorry, there we go. Well, black, blue, white. Oh, uh, sorry, black, blue, white. So, you know, that's the classic sun. The blue will represent the ocean. The white will Jeez. represent the beach. But, yeah... So that's... Will you give me a pass on that one? Absolute pass. Well done, Branson. There we go. Caribbean nation, you know, mixing it up from... You went back-to-back Africa, but... Yep. No, changing. I'm glad you're keeping note of where I picked this <laughs> from because I'm definitely not. Well, that's, that's got my nerves out of the way because like, every episode I'm always nervous I'll get that wrong. It's three from three. Well got, done. Got it slightly wrong, but, you know, knew more or less what it looked like. Yes. Um, it was a difficult one. Difficult one to describe. Uh, if you're bored and on a walk, have a look at the Antigua and Bard... Buddha flag. It's a good one. It's a good one. It's very unique. Yep. Um, So, after NPL New South Wales, I took a look at WA. And, you know, there's... Gotta say, there is this whole mentality in football of it's the West versus the rest. You know, like... that. What was it... There was talks, you know how there's Brexit, there was like, oh, WA's got to wax it or whatever. God, didn't hear that, but that sounds likely. Um, Yeah, so look, I've got to be honest with you, I do feel like we don't give them enough time of day. Well, they're very the far away. Very far away. Like, it's it's borderline, like, it's easier for me to watch games in Japan <laughs> than, than it is for me to watch, like, Western Australian football. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, t- tell um, me about the league. Yeah, so, uh, Perth Glory, obviously, I'm just going to set the scene with this, because Perth Glory, absolutely flying high in the A-League, so football in the West is, um, you know, in a little bit of a, a, a purple patch. <laughs> Their colour is purple. Excellent. Very good. Branson only did not not laugh at that because he was drinking coffee. I I thought I did quite well to not leak coffee, but yeah, good joke. I love it very well. Tell Um, me more. Yep, so Perth SC are top after six rounds. Um, They're just ticking along with an average of three goals per game, which is tidy, so long as you don't concede four, you know, you're going to be in a pretty pretty nice nice area for that. Sound Um, tactic, (laughs) fuck you. I did not mean to... Mate, it's fine. We can swear. No, I didn't mean to. All my apologies there. Anyway, that's snuck out. Say whatever we're shitting well want. No. It's our podcast. No, sorry. Uh, if Branson's mum is listening, it's <laughs> all right. I'll uh, tell him off afterwards. Um, so, Perth SC are top after six rounds. Um, Balcutta have been up the pointy end all season too. You know, they're sort of lingering there or thereabouts. Um, Florian Athena, probably the club that I know the most over in WA. You know, they're the mid-table. Um Liam Boland used to play for them. He did indeed. Yeah, yep. Liam Boland used to play for them. Again, listen to the interview. Really interesting insight into his sort of journey with football over in WA. Um, and Sterling Lions are anchored to the bottom with only three points. Um, I can't remember after how many well, games. Ster- Six rounds, three points. Well, Sterling, pretty. Sterling Lions, Raheem's favourite club. Oh, quite good. Quite Imagine good if he came out. Online, yeah. Well, the well, what is it? The well, yeah, they're the about Premier to finish up there. Yeah, the season. Premier League season, only three or four or five. Well, I don't. I've stopped counting. I, uh, however many games left, Raheem over to WA. I have, would have like a nice little to, holiday yeah, in the sun, bit of play, beach. Yeah. yeah, I would actually really like to see if he could win the Golden Boot playing three matches. In oh, like, if they highly just went, likely, like, because if he could score five a game, fifteen goals a season is not a bad return. Yeah, yeah. Like, I reckon he could do it. Yeah. Anyway, yes, good. we digress. Um, so, look, uh, you know, yeah, Perth SC are kind of... Perth SC and Balcutter are the ones that I'm sort of most looking at. Um, Sterling Lions are pretty low at the bottom. Um, there was one club that stood out to me, though, Cockburn City. Um, they have an amazing logo, and it's clearly done in Microsoft Paint. I was really Great. happy with this one. Um, yep. yeah, haven't seen a logo like that in a long time, so never change. Don't go down any bra- rebranding paths. Um Florida Athena, I've sort of mentioned them before. They're probably the, one of the biggest clubs that I know from WA. Um, 
they Stan Lazaridis played a bit for them um, and Bobby Despodovsky I believe it was Perth Glory player I think he scored something like obscene like 100 goals for them or something uh, or played like 900 games I can't really remember but you know there were sort of two names that stood out for mine that are sort of ex-NPL um, stalwarts uh, ex-A-League stalwarts Stan Lazaridis of course not but Socceroos um, legend no doubt um, and what I didn't get though was really the, the makeup of the league over in WA. So they've got the NPL there, and then I think they've got a couple of leagues below. They had this thing called like the NPL Night Series, right? And it just kind of felt like a bit like the Big Bash, but it was weird. So I think it's like a it's apparently it's like five group stages, but there's only six teams in it. Like it's a six team ladder is what I saw, yeah. but then. There's, like, five group stages. So, it's actually 30 teams? Maybe it's, like, a round... No, no, there's only six. Uh, oh. But maybe there's, like, a round-robin tournament. Know. I don't know. And I was, like, night series? Like, what is this? Like, are there fireworks? Do you come out and play? So, anyone WA, if you could enlighten me as to what the hell the NPL or Western Football Night Series is, that would be really Sounds quite exciting. good. Um... I'm going to be quite good as well. NPL Queensland, Branson. Yes, I did have a look at the NPL in the Sunshine State. Lions FC are the reigning champions. And I'll tell you what, you know, we think Avondale are off to a hot start here in Victoria this season. They haven't got anything on the mighty Peninsula Power at the moment. <laughs> so the Power sit... Power by name, power by oh, nature. 100%. So the Power sit in top spot and have... You know, a pretty darn impressive 11 wins from 11 games. So they are just taking care of business, yeah, winning wow. games for fun. How many points is that, Branson? Uh, 33. Bang. Well done. Quick yes. maths on semi-pro That's body. That's it. Uh, <laughs> but uh, one of the interesting things is, so you know, despite taking maximum points from all 11 of their games so far, things are still fairly tight up at the top. Like, they only sit six points clear of second place Lions. Lions FC was who Adelaide United lost in the cup. That's right. Yep. So they're only six points clear of Lions FC. And, I mean, now six points is still quite a gap, but I just think, you know, with a bit of context, considering they've yet to drop a single point mm. this season, six points doesn't really seem that large. You know, like for, yeah. for, like for reference, you know, Avondale have played nine games... And they haven't taken maximum points from everything, yeah. and they've got a six-point gap. Yeah. So, well, so if, just sort of contextually, like, still an impressive gap. But I would have thought if you know were eleven from eleven, you'd be yeah. back in the other teams to to drop points as well. But they haven't. Yeah, it's 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 really weird because eleven games in, you're sort of getting towards that mid table, uh, that midpoint of the season, and they're quite high points hauls for for one yeah. until already. Oh, you know, like like. 33 and what was it, 27, you know, they're, they're quite big yeah. points. Well, levels. things get tight just below them between second, third and fourth. And bear with me on this one because it's a little bit confusing. So Lions FC, they're second on 27 points. So Lions have nine wins and two losses. Uh, one of those losses was to the power and the other loss was to the third-placed Gold Coast Those are beating teams around them? Yes, yeah. Well, Getting well, beaten by teams yeah, around them. Yeah, so they lost to the top team. They lost to the third-placed Gold Coast Knights, who are only one point behind the Lions. They're on 26 points. Uh, the Knights have won eight, drawn two, and they've only lost one game as well this season. Also losing to the Power, so the Power are just beating everyone. Uh, Alef- uh, sorry, Olympic FC are then two points behind the Knights in fourth. 
Uh, they're on 24 points. Uh, they've only played 10 games so far, but they've won eight and lost two. Sorry, everyone else has played 11. So they've won eight and lost two. Yeah. And the games that they've lost are to the Power and the Lions. Okay, so the takeaway from all of that, Branson, is... Yeah. Power on top, two, three, four, very tight, and they're sort of beating and losing each other. And the only games that most of them have lost is to the top-placed okay. Power. So very even and very ultra-competitive in... In there is sort of where I'm getting at with that one. Uh, but there's a bit of a gap to the rest of the pack from there. Uh, Gold Coast United and Moreton Bay ran out the top six. So Gold Coast United floating around in the NPL, hence my Gold Coast United scarf yes. this week. Sort of tying in nicely. Topical. Yep, you know, it's an A-League scarf, but it now represents an NPL club. So that was pretty cool, I thought. Uh, things are close down the bottom of the table as well. There are only three points separating the bottom five. Uh, Southwest Queensland Thunder and Western Pride are the bottom two. Uh, Olympic FC's Christopher Lucas is the leading goal scorer after 11 rounds with 11 goals. And then you've got the Logan Lightning and Sunshine Coast Wanderers are leading the way in the second division as well. Yeah, nice. Um, and so that pretty much that pretty much wraps us up quite nicely yeah. here. So I think some of the things I was sort of seeing across the leagues is, you know, just trying to get some sort of relative comparison for Golden Boot. You know, how many goals do you need to be scoring in order to be sort of out front? And it seems to pretty much be like a goal around. Yep. You yep. know. And that's a, that, and, well, and when we spoke to Alex Salmon, that's what he said. He said yeah. as a striker, his goal, literally oh, his goal, hello. Is, to, is to score one every game. Yeah. So, yeah. And, and we're seeing that. So that pretty much wraps up our... Uh, are around the grounds, around the country. So we know that we didn't look into Tasmania. Don't take it personally. It was purely to a, a, a low sort of use of time. Well, but. well, we'll give Tassie a quick shout-out. Olympia FC Warriors are on top there after six rounds. Only nine teams in the Tassie NPL. South Hobart a second. Mm. Uh, Clarence United. One of my favourite names, by the way. Clarence United. Yeah, I just think, like, pick a name and then just <laughs> add, like, FC. What like, is it like? Like, you... William, like, Dynamo William. Yeah, like, so good. It's nice. like, you know, when people give pets... You know, human names. They've given a soccer club a human name. Like Clarence. Yes, exactly like George. <laughs> uh, so Clarence United uh, sitting on bottom. They've lost all six games. They are yet to score a goal and they've conceded 53. Oh, is that up there with... um? Why is, what are they with me and liking terrible teams? Yeah. Are they with Southern United? It is. Southern United, at this at that same stage this season, had conceded a few more and they had managed a draw... But Clarence United, uh, you know, yet to find the back of the net. So. Yes. Oh, sorry, Southern United, I don't think they have a draw. No, I was like, where no. did you pull that statistic No, from? I made that up. They have definitely been being pumped every week. Yep. Um, so that's that's a very quick look at Tassie. Yeah. So, look, everyone, um, let us know if we got anything grossly inaccurate, because it's, it's likely that we may have. Um, if you want, if you know more about these leagues than we do, please yep. reach out to us, let us know, because we do, I think once a month we just definitely want to check in and... Yep. And get to sort of looking around these leagues so that it's not a surprise when we see some very tasty draws in the FFA Cup or, yep. you know, just understanding what football's happening around Australia because we've got some uh, great, great stuff out of that, I think. Yep, and give us some feedback on the format. You know, too much information, not enough, or more, I don't know, different. Just let us know what you think. Apart from Random Flag. You can criticise Random Flag or you want Random Flag to stay. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, on, on, on the layout and how we talk about these teams. Love so, it. you know, a bit of a new thing, but let us know. Yep, ladies and gentlemen, that's the end of part one. Join us back for part two, where we will be taking a look at more of the fun side of football. Cheers.
Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to part two of the Semi-Pro Potty, episode 11, where we take a step back from the results, the fixtures, everything, and we start to look at football as a whole and some of the things we like and don't like and a little bit more ridiculous segmentary is what I'm going to call it. Branson, kick us off. What are we going to go with this week? Well, we've got not a new segment, but a new tangent for an existing mm, segment. We do love a good tangent. We, oh, froth a tangent. <laughs> it's in our top five favourite things. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so what I'm thinking we're doing is we take a look at the what a name segment. So in previous episodes, you know, we looked at just players with cool names. Last yeah. week it was players with cool name of Bernabeu Madrid and then like those stadium <laughs> name combinations of uh, the stadium that they play at in what city to see what we could come up with there. This week, though, what I'm thinking is what a name. We take a look at cool team names Yeah, in floating around you know, in Australian football, because exactly. we've had a look across the leagues. Yep, yeah. yep, and there's many to choose from. So we just take a look, you know, doesn't matter what tier it is, state league, NPL, whatever, doesn't matter what state it's in, but, you know, just cool team names where you come across them and you just go, gee whiz, that's a pretty snazzy sounding yeah. name. I like that this could also be the start of us creating a website, which is like a, a football team name generator. So if we yep. can in some way Ooh. take these cool names... Get a formula or an algorithm out of it, and yep. then just be like, you know, there's a really good one actually, and this yep. is a tangent you yep. know, on the topic of our, um, the oh. things that we love. Um, there was a Benedict Cumberbatch name generator, and it's one of my favourite websites of all time. Um, it's really good. Check it out. And so I feel like if we could create that from this, yeah, then 100%. any clubs that are creating themselves in the next five years don't have to w- stress about having an uncool name. Are they we, can just go to our tool. And, and, use it. and then we could also create like a ranking, ranking every team's name in the country. <gasps> so they go, look, you know, geez, mm. we might be, when you're pitching to, you know, other players, you go, look, you know, we might be second bottom in State League One, but on the cool name table, yeah. we're second in the country. Yeah, Dandy City up there. Is it? Mine. Yeah, Dandy, 100%. Ooh. Yeah. Anyway, contextual. Anyway, so jumping into it. So, cool club names. So, the one that I want to roll off the bat is Logan Lightning, second tier Queensland. And I reckon, well, I like it because I like the alliteration. <laughs> so, you know, the LL sort of element there. But, Will, I reckon Logan Lightning would be right up your alley because it sounds to me like a wrestler's name. So <laughs> like, that, Logan that... Lightning. Is that not like, I don't know. <laughs> that is, is imp- like so good so just so you didn't know I was saying, you would have heard me laugh about 20 seconds before because I actually just had a quick look at the run sheet and I hadn't seen the yeah. note before <laughs> well, I told I you not it. to look because I, I thought it was good oh my god that is absolutely Logan Lightning I feel like the entrance music would be so good as well yeah, like, you can yeah. see like fireworks that shoot down and explode yeah. when and, they walk out and oh. for, again for those of you who don't know Will's a big wrestling fan you know the WWE and like all the sort of NPL <laughs> semi-professional wrestling competitions but Logan Lightning I thought it was a great name and also reminded me of a wrestler. Now, um, I just want a cross-promotion between soccer and wrestling. I think that would be amazing. Uh, a couple other names that I liked as well. Uh, there's a few clubs that have this nickname. So, yeah. so shout out if I... Uh, sorry, my apologies if I've missed a club with this nickname. But the Zebras. So, Moreland mm. and Brunswick uh, have that name here in Victoria, and I just think that zebras is a pretty car, pretty darn cool mm. nickname to have. I mean, cool animal, um, and a bit of an uncommon. It's a very, nickname. it's a very, um, you know how they used to take portraits, portraits that you were painted with. You know, they used to hold a pineapple because it was yeah, a sure. sign of yeah, like, right. I, you know, I've travelled and of yeah. wealth and of like yeah, you know, status. Yeah. I feel like zebras is that to football clubs. Yeah, yeah. Well, I just like it as well because I. You know, big sports fan. I can't think of any professional club around the world that 
uses zebras in their name. In sport, yeah, yeah. I'd be impressed if they use yeah. zebras in sport. And, you know, so the other thing is, you know, black and white teams usually are sort of nicknamed the magpies or... or well, I think or, it's or, definitely, like, it's a, in Australia, it's definitely a hang-up, and I'd be surprised if it wasn't the case, but, you know... Like I said before, Adelaide City were Adelaide Juventus. Yeah, you know, like right. it's very much like a a progression of that. Yeah, so. well, you've got like you know you got the Collingwood Magpies and Newcastle, Newcastle United in the Premier League are nicknamed the Magpies. But mm, I think zebras, zebras yeah. yeah. Well, I mean the zebras have black and white stripes, and you know well, clubs play with someone like maybe animals that just don't get enough. This will be something that our tool can do. Is yeah. it can introduce way more like flamingos. Yeah, I reckon and moose. Oh, uh, moose is a difficult one because, like, the plural of moose is moose, isn't it? Yeah. So it's like, how do you write that as a journalist? Just moose. I don't know. How do you, how do you not? Well, like, it's a weird... I don't know. No, okay, I'm not, okay. not pro-moose. Oh, armadillos. Anyway. Yeah, armadillos yeah, are great Well, one. that's a work in Armadale progress. Armadale armadillos. Oh, that's, nice. that's good. Yeah, yeah I like it. And like armadillos are quite like defensively stoic, aren't they? Like yeah. they're quite dense yeah. animals. Yeah, dense animals. Yeah. <laughs> Probably not the right way to describe an animal. <laughs> Probably get attacked by an armadillo for saying that. <laughs> Any armadillos listening to this podcast, I apologise yep. profusely. Yeah, good. Uh, you've got a couple of cool names though. Yeah, obviously mentioned it before. Fulham United, and I really wanted to put it in there just so I could make a dig at Fulham mm. being relegated again. Mm. Um, uh, ECU Joondalup. Quite like that. Yeah. Uh, and also, I reckon, so ECU's at Edith Cowan University over in WA. The fact that there's a university team in the NPL yeah. West, I think is I think that's really impressive because, Absolutely. to be honest with you, I played for a university team and we would get nowhere near yeah. the dizzying heights of <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, NPL. So, um, you know, impressed by that. I wonder if there's any other NPL sides out there or, you know, floating around the divisions that are university teams. Let us know. Um, obviously, I love Florida Athena mainly because they got that jacket. Yeah, um, and you know, just it's a it's a great it's a great phonetic word to say. I feel yeah, laureate. Yep, Athena. Yep, no, very good. Uh, a couple others that I like. So the Western Condors. Yeah, good. Are there any Condors in Australia? I. Don't think so. I'm going to Google. I doubt it. I, th- I think they're like in Africa and they're like one of the largest flying birds in the world. Apologies uh, if you can hear me typing, everyone. Yeah, but condors, you know, it's like, yeah, that's pretty cool. Another one from the New South Wales State League one, the Hertzville City Minotaurs. Ooh! So, you know, we're talking about Zebra's Greco sort of uh, yeah, mythology. We're talking about Zebra's being uncommon. Minotaurs, I thought that was... Uh, you know, very unique as well. There's also Hertzville FC, also in New South Wales State State League One, and I like that because just Hertzville. Very yeah. It sounds like most of my breakups. Can I please propose oh. though <laughs> that we rename them as Johnny Cash Hertzville? Yeah. Why? And so it's just Johnny Cash Hurt, like the song. It's a great oh. song. So you know, like we're starting to introduce like that as a prefix. Right. It's tenuous, yeah. but yeah, Hertzville. Like if I could just. Like, go through a breakup and then go watch a game of football at Hertzville. Yeah. That's quite. Well, Hertzville, always a painful opponent to come up against, you know, oh, all that okay. sort of stuff. And the last one that I've got here for cool names, and of course, there are many, many more, but the one that I like is Doncaster Rovers floating around in Vic State League 2. Uh, so, not necessarily an amazing name, but I just love the idea because there's a Doncaster Rovers who play mm-hmm. in. England, and so I think they're currently in uh, the third tier of English football, yep. fighting for promotion, but they float around the championship. Don't know if they've been in the Prem or not, but anyway, I would just love the idea that you could play for Doncaster Rovers in State League 2, and then, you know, you fly over to the UK, live there, or just hang out there, 
And they say, oh, you know, hey, Will, what do you do? You go, oh, you know, you know, I play football. And they say, oh, who do you play for? Doncaster Rovers. Yeah, Doncaster Rovers. identity. Yeah, okay. you say Doncaster Rovers, and I go, wow, Doncaster mm. Rovers, you know, they're pretty good. Professional stuff. And you go, yep. I'm just that good. And, you know, you're not lying. You do play for Doncaster Rovers. It's just, just happens, a different one. It just happens that you're playing for I mean, Doncaster we... Rovers in State League 2 in Victoria, not Doncaster yeah, Rovers. Maybe with A-League expansion, we need to just, like, you know, create a club called, like, Boca Juniors or something. Yeah. <laughs> or Boca Seniors. <laughs> yeah, and, try to, like, and try to, like, steal their, I don't know, internet traffic for yeah. sloppy <laughs> Google searches or whatever. Oh, God, I feel like that would actually be something the FFA would come up with and think it's a good idea. Yeah. Um, but those, those, that sort of wraps up what a name. Yeah, right? and of course I had, a, I had a look. Oh, yeah. Condors, not in Australia, and by look I mean went to the Birds of Australia Wikipedia page. Wow. And did a search. Oh, and it doesn't seem to be that good. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so cool names, I don't yeah. think there's any condors in Australia, but you know. And I mean, there are many cool names floating around state leagues and floating around Australia and all sorts of stuff. So you know, if you're listening and you've got a team that's got a very cool name. Let us know because we'll get right around it. We absolutely yeah. love it. Absolutely do. Um, things that we sort of don't love now at the moment is whether or not Southern United won. Well, see, a bit of an apology on this one because last week I said Southern United had a bye, so they couldn't lose. I was like, ah, great, Southern United got the week off over Easter, can't lose, great result for them. Uh, that was actually wrong. So they did lose over Easter? Well, hang on, we'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> Don't steal my thunder early here. So it turns out they actually did have a game, uh, a Nike FC Cup game, which is why I initially thought it was a bye, because it didn't come up in their fixture, yeah. and I didn't think about the cup. Right, so, don't apologise to me, apologise to the listeners. I am, I am, unreservedly. <laughs> uh so, mixed that one up. So, they actually did have a Nike FC Cup game against North Caulfield Women FC, a state league one team. They're currently on top of the South East mm, Division. They sound not bad. Uh, yeah, not too bad, but, you know, Southern United coming up against the lower state league one team. You go, all right, here we go, Southern. Let's give it a crack. So, do you reckon they won? I mean, off recent form, no. But you're right. It's a cup. And, and a lower team. So you're, you're you also you, mm, so okay. you're saying so you're, when I asked you did they win and your yeah. reaction was you didn't give a response makes me think they did win no they did not win okay no so they <laughs> yeah Great. so they did have a game and yep they they lost that one uh, lost three two to North Caulfield eliminating that's the, close though it is it three, is they scored two goals <laughs> yes they did yes that is like two more than I've ever seen them score yeah uh, yes so but. You know, potential worrying sign if the bottom team in the MPLW is losing to the top team in State League 1 as well. Hang on, so MPLW is like... The top tier. Yeah, and then State League 1 is directly below that or another division below I believe it's State League 1 too hard. Mate, that's pretty close. We were talking about it before. No, it is, but I was hinting more at, I think think our housemate, or my housemate Jack, who is a bit of our WMPL... Mm. Source in the household said that a few franchises are up for bid. License, at the, oh, licenses. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, yeah. At the end of the year, so Southern United uh, doesn't do them a whole lot of good if they're then losing oh, to I, a I to a state a, league team. I think it's a destined fate that one. Yes. Um, so, anyway, look, we don't like that Southern United are in this um, two season malaise, but you know, no. let's let's see how it goes. Look, there are things that we do like, Branson. Yes, there are. Many things that we like. Yep. Let me know. What What do you like about football this week? Well, I've got a very FFA Cup theme 
to my likes mm. here. So what I liked is, you know, plenty of upsets. You know, so that's sort of what the... Cup e- sets. Cup, cup sets. sets. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> plenty of cup sets. I've never heard you say something at me in such a disappointed, angry tone. <laughs> a real as you, disappointed as, dad uh, yeah, routine. Of just like... I've never let you down more <laughs> on... No, I feel very bad. Anyway, so there were plenty of cup sets. And, you know, that's sort of what the FFA Cup is, is all about. When you yeah. get those cup tournaments, you know, single elimination, you lose, you go on. Uh, no bloody away goals or any of that nonsense. Yeah, exactly. Just, you know, 90 minutes on the day or more. Yeah, and, and you know, anything could happen. And so we saw, you know, Gully go down, Dandenong City go down, the Thunder go down, Port Melbourne go down. Mm-hmm. So stuff like that, I think, is always uh, always good. Yeah, great. Um, what about you, mate? What did you like? Look, we spoke about it a little bit before, the goalkeeper goal over in WA for Joondalup. Yeah, great. Amazing. Love like, a goalie goal. Ticks so many of the boxes. Goal deep into extra time from the goalkeeper to take it to extra time, I think it was at that stage. Yep. Yeah, lovely. Yep, perfect. Content. Excellent content. Um, Bran? Yeah, so another thing I like about the FFA Cup is while there were cup sets there were also some shellackings. And mm-hmm. so a few thing, a few weeks ago I said, you know, I'm a pretty bitter sports fan. I like fairy tale endings, but I like seeing dreams crushed as well okay. because it makes those fairy tale runs just so much better. Yeah. You know, so... Uh, Cups 7 niller, I think, for Melbourne. Yeah, exactly, Knights exactly. Not, out, yeah. yeah, not all dreams come true, you know. So the Knights and Avondale, you know, two of the top teams in the NPL at the moment, uh, crushed their opponents. So no fairy tale endings for their opponents there so i like how you get those cup sets but then at the same time you know you get that reality bite where the top teams show why they're the top teams yeah so they it's a little can do it on a rainy wednesday in sunshine yep and you know it's a little bit harsh a little bit brutal but i just think it adds more when you so when you do get those cup sets you know green gully or whoever getting knocked out it just adds another element when mm. the top teams actually can come out and then just roll their opponents yes. as well uh what about you mate um I really liked my little ride around Preston Lions Stadium and that little sign that just said, you know, no standing on soccer match days. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there's like there's two bits of it where it's like they call it soccer. Yep. Um, but like, you know, just the fact that it's like I'm now starting to get a bit proud of the term soccer. Yep. Because it's it's a point of difference. Yep. You know, everyone around the world, like Americans will call NFL football and you know, everyone well, like call everyone it, calls their call own it. thing football. Like yeah. the rugby league supporters call it football, you know, it's not football. Yeah. But like soccer is ours. No one else is gonna call their sport soccer all the Except for the Americans. No, but like as in someone's gonna invent another sport oh, and gotcha. call it soccer. Gotcha, yeah. sorry, sorry, sorry. We're not gonna lose that title. No, to, yeah. So like I quite like it. Like that was a specific parking sign that represented, I think, Australian footballing culture, and I was very happy with it. Wow, very deep. Yes. Uh, the last thing that I liked, uh, again, just tying it up with the FFA Cup, is just the tension and the excitement in a cup draw. So, you know, the round yes. five cup draw was there, and it's it's the same with whatever the draw might be, you know, like the FF, uh, sorry, the FA Cup or in particular... Champions like, League. Yeah, and, and like yeah. the World Cup qualifiers. I remember waking up at, you know, three in the morning or whatever it is to watch the World Cup qualifying draw, uh, sorry, the World Cup group draw, mm. you know, for Brazil and for Russia, and you're watching it and just the suspense. So, like, you know, with oh, the FFA that, Cup... That Brazil one was so painful. Yeah. I remember watching it just being like... Oh my god, can we please not draw well, like well, genuinely the best team? Well, I remember watching it, it was on like, I don't know, on ESPN or something, and it was like three in the morning, and I watched it with my brother and with Jack, and afterwards the commentators were like, they were American, and they're like, oh, you know, uh, 
Shout out, or you know, we feel sorry for all the Australians who woke up at three a.m. to find out they're drawn with Spain, the Netherlands, and Chile. Yeah, and we're like, oh, oh, far out. But anyway, so like for the FFA Cup, you know, all the balls are in there, and you're like, ooh, who's going to come out? And you know, a state. Some of them hated. Well, you know, like you, you know the tension. You know, like you know, is yeah. this my team that's about to be drawn out? And you know, like they pull out, they go Melbourne Knights, and you go, and then you're like, do not want to draw Melbourne Knights. Yeah, do like, not yeah, want yeah, to yeah exactly, Knights. exactly. And then they get like a state league one team, or you know, you know, Preston coming. Like, oh, who are they going to play? But anyway, I just love the tension, the drama, the excitement about that. And what about you, mate? Yeah, final one from me. Um, I just liked having a look at the other state leagues as well. Like, I know I sort of harped on a little bit about NPLSA and some of the sort of more historical element of it, but I actually really like the history of Australian football. And going and being able to sort of look at other clubs allowed me to sort of revisit that and, and you know, realise just how goddamn good that Adelaide City team in the sort of 80s and 90s was. You know, it was a real glory sort of day. And, um, yeah, really glory era. It wasn't a day. That would be ridiculous. <laughs> um, but just getting to know some of the sort of, I guess, players and names that we hear circled around yep. Australian football and maybe not fully understanding them, but being able to sort of go like, oh, you know, they played really really good semi-professional football for a long time yep. and um, it was very much a stepping stone for overseas back then you know you did see a lot of players oh, playing for yeah. you know South Melbourne and yep. going over well, and Mark Viduka yeah, played massive po- Premier League careers and well all Mark Viduka played for the Knights and then they sold him for I don't know millions of dollars and mm. built Knights Stadium and that sort of stuff so yeah. I'm just going to hijack that one as well talking about the state leagues a quick one that I like is just that we get to know a little bit more about the teams, and particularly mm. when it comes to the FFA Cup, when you know we might draw, you know, Lions FC in Queensland or Florida Athena or any of those other teams, and you go, Oh, yeah, I know a little bit about them, so I like that. Yeah, um, Dandenong City, let's yeah. talk about the big news this week. We touched on it before, Dandenong yep. City, it's our second managerial change of the NPL. Yep, I did name this segment uh, Another One Bites the Dust, which I thought was kind of all right. It is a song, yes. Yes, and it's also I've, a second one. You're not loving it. Anyway, moving on. I could have gone for something that ties loosely into Dandenong City. Like what? Or the big one to tie it into, and I'm kind of jumping the gun with this. No, actually, well, Branson, let's, you, let's, yeah, yeah, let's you not, set the tone. You set yeah, the tone. So, second coach of the year goes down. Oakley, uh, sorry, South Melbourne sacked their manager. And mm-hmm. uh, now Dandenong City did the same. So, they announced that head coach uh, Zolchko Kuzman and his assistant Steve Bebich were departing the club. Um, but they've brought in a pretty big duo to replace them. So, Ante Morich is coming in as the head coach. And, mate, you're pretty excited about who they announced is joining the club in a technical role. Uh, who is it? Big Sash Ognodowski. Yeah, and that is huge. Those, I, I mean, those seem like some great appointments. So Ante Morich has a lot of uh, uh, State League or NSL, you know, NPL experience. He's a, a, a veteran. Yeah, played, played a lot in uh, New South Wales, you know, Sydney Olympic, RPR, mm-hmm. teams like that. So don't know where... S- did Sash play for Sydney Olympic? Uh, yeah, not too sure. Did. Yeah, he did. Um, Not a long stint, but yes. Yeah, so he, uh, so so Moritz, you know, plenty of experience with those sort of big uh, NSL MPLE style clubs. So mm-hmm. that'll be good. And then Sasha Oganowski, I mean, for, former Socceroo, so joining yeah. in a technical role, and he's got plenty of experience both with you know state league, or oh, not state league, sorry, uh, NSL, well, NPL, but, and internationally. Well, this as well. is the thing. This is what I really like about Sasha Oganowski. So he was when Adelaide United went on their amazing Asian Cup run. 
a couple of many years back, like a decade ago now. Um, he was just a stalwart and centre back. I absolutely loved him. He was just the classic centre back that I love. Um, privileged to go and watch him. And then after that, he went to Korea. Yep. And he was like insane over there. He was, I've, I've sort of said it a couple of times, but I don't think we give enough back to Asia. We don't send enough players over to Asia. We don't send our coaches over to Asia. We don't bring in enough Asian players and so forth. We don't really bet ourselves with the region that we're in well enough in Australian football, I, th- I think. So, Sasha Ognowski is an exact example of it being done right. Because he went over, he played in Korea, I think it was for Songnyam, um, and he was in the team of the year over there. And then he ended up winning the um, AFC Player of the Year in, like, I think it was like 2011, 12, 10, one of that sort of years. Yep, yep. That's massive. Yeah. And, and like, yep. so, you know, he's a really, really good footballer. I'm really intrigued to see how he goes as a point of attack because, like, if you look at it, if he can do any of the defending that he did on the park, articulate that to the players oh, that he and, has there, then we, they are in a way better position to not go down if they stop shipping so many And goals. I was going to say, we know City need all the hell they can get in not conceding. Yeah. And, you know, just tying it up with... Ogonoski as well. He's got that MPL Vic connection as well. Yeah. Uh, he started his career early on. He was with Preston, and then I think he made a, he a couple of appearances. He finished his career at Preston I, Yeah, as I well. think he played one or two games there last season as well, if I remember correctly. Yeah. But, you know, so he's got that Vic experience, so it's sort of yeah, good. Yeah, played for Melbourne Knights, you know, Preston Lions. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's good to have him... Good to have him, and, you know, it could really be the spark that Dandy City need, you know, new coaching staff. It, it, it might be it, and, you know, a couple of, se- on paper, seemingly really good appointments here, so, yeah. I mean, could work wonders for it. Yeah, no, I'm very excited by it, and, look, uh gives us another great reason to go back out to Daniel City. Yes, 100%. Next section, George, the rabbit. Yeah, so bit of a mistake last week where I just sort of forgot what? to get him to predict anything last week. So, in... did you not put a video up of George? No, did we say that we were going to put a video up? I of George? did. I did say that we were going to do it, and I don't like saying we're going to do things and then not doing. Yeah, it. Yeah, so... that's really bare average. But if it's any consolation, yeah. I forgot about it too. Yeah, so. but um, <laughs> what was I? I was just like editing our episode and then the Liam Bolin one and posting that, and then it got to Saturday. And I saw that, you know, because I think we're going to get him on then the Then you press saw it. the hate mail filter through and nah, everyone be like, nah, where the hell is the George video? Well, well, I think we said it was going to be the Preston Dandenong City game or, or Northcote Thunder, one of those two. Um, but I saw the Preston Dandy City result. I'm like, oh, that's interesting. I'm like, I wonder what George tipped. George didn't tip. I didn't get George to tip. I was like, damn it. So that's sort it's of... pretty semi-professional of us. It was, but we are <laughs> definitely going to get him back on the horse this week, get the rabbit on the horse. That's right. I really like the now mental image of George, who is quite a big rabbit, sitting <laughs> on the back of quite a big horse. Yes, yes. Uh, he's currently one and one One correct tip, one incorrect tip. So we'll get him to predict a match of the round. Later on, and we'll get into what that is a little bit later, but George will be back. Um, Shout-outs. Bit of a short one this week. We don't have too many shout-outs. What have you got, Brand? Well, we mentioned it earlier in the first section. Uh, Just want to shout-out to Liam Boland, firstly, for sitting down and having a chat with us, you know. Mm -hmm. Greatly appreciate it. But also to him for scoring four goals the game after he spoke to us for a special episode. And, I mean, I know he's pretty good. He's scored quite a few goals this season. But those for, I mean, chalk them up to us. Mm. On the NPL 
Vic stats section, it'll say four goals, Liam Boland. But Assist, really, semi pro pod. Yeah, exactly. We should get up there. They're really, they're really our goals, I reckon. So we've got seven assists this year. Yeah, hundred percent. And that's pretty seven assists in that's two good in two games. Minutes played nil. Yes, assists seven assists. Assists seven. <laughs> like that's not too bad as at all. Amazing. And yourself, mate. Um, shout out to Bran. This week, yourself, mate, you get a little bit of a pat on the back. Yep, do I? Anyone who tuned in at seven o'clock last night to FNR would have heard the first episode of Avondale Radio. Um, so Branson's now, uh, you know, he's bloody, he's branching out. <laughs> I feel betrayed. Um, so he's now doing um, live radio instead of the, you know, the dizzying lows of Semi Pro Potty being recorded in one of our bedrooms once a week. He's now going into a full on studio. So shout out to you, Branson. Well done. It was excellent. Yeah, it was a little bit tricky though. You know, obviously, you know, Semi Pro Potty, you're doing the host sort of stuff, you know, which is mm. great. Uh, and then on Avondale Radio, I was taking on that role. I'm like, oh dear, this is a bit tricky. I haven't done this before. <laughs> so I was coming into it, I'm like, oh yeah, my semi pro potty experience will, will work well for this. And it still sort of did, but then it sort of didn't because I'm like, yeah. oh crap, I'm hosting. I'm like, I don't really. Hey, uh, everyone. Hello. Thanks, Richard. There was an awkward pause very early on. There was some uh, motioning and general pointing going on and I thought I was being told that my mic wasn't on or I'd already screwed something up 10 seconds in. Turns out I hadn't and he was pointing to someone behind me and I didn't know. But other than that, fairly seamless. The joys of live radio, my friends. So look, tune in Tuesday night, 7 o'clock for Avondale Radio. I know they're doing a lot of club radios there. So um, look, just tune into FNR at any point because some great dialogue around football happening. Yep. Tell me great dialogue on football. Semi-pro potties, your number one spot for great dialogue mm, on football. There's probably others. Yeah, but I, I'm, I'm pumping us up. I like, I like it, but I'm very aware that I'm biased. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, we're also not. We do a good job of talking about all the different clubs. We do. Um, I'll give us some love. Yeah, that is the end of part two. Ladies and gentlemen, join us in a couple of seconds for part three, where we'll preview this week's upcoming fixtures as well as the FFA Cup draw for the next round. Welcome back to part three, the preview section of episode 11, Semi-Pro Potty. Branson, let's go through the FFA Cup draw first, because obviously off the back of all of those results, we've now got the teams that are in it, the teams that are not, and we've yep. done a draw. Yes, we have. So we've got all the upcoming fixtures for round five of the FFA Cup here in Victoria. So I reckon we just roll through them one yep. at a time again. So we've got Doveton taking on South Melbourne. Heidelberg United taking on Hume City. That is a tasty one. Yeah, that'll be good. we got Westgate FC taking on Sydenham Park. Uh, Altona Magic taking on the Casey Comets. Uh, we've got the Waverley Wanderers taking on Lang Warren. Waverley Wanderers, uh, State League 5 Ooh. Waverley Wanderers taking on Lang Warren. Where are, where, I don't know anything about Lang Warren, so I'm not sure how far they are, but that could be a good one to... Um to feast our eyes upon. Oakley Cannons, North Geelong Warriors. Uh, the Moreland Zebras taking on the Whittlesea Rangers. Oh, that's a good one. I like that one. Eastern Lions versus St Albans. St Albans dumped Port Melbourne out this round. Yes, so. yep. Uh, Fitzroy City taking on Melbourne Knights. I want to go to that 100%. Can we please go to that? Well, yeah, let's take a look. Yeah. Uh, Preston Lions versus Avondale. Avondale are away for this round. Yeah, that'll be super tasty, that yeah. one. Preston Lions up and about, both on the field and off the field, and they're coming up against, you know, 
top dogs, Avondale. Yeah. That's going to be huge. That's going to be a massive day. Yeah. Uh, next, we've got Northcote City taking the Burundara Carey Eagles. Excellent. What a name. Um, Eltham or Eltham? Eltham. Eltham. Eltham Redbacks versus Pasco Vale. Uh, Murray United taking on FC Bulleen Lions. Ooh, that'll be a good one. Uh, Geelong versus Sky United. Uh, Kingston City against the Bentley Greens. Bit Ooh, of a local That'll derby. be a good one. Mm. Ooh, there's a lot of games we need to go through for this one. And rounding it out, we've got Brunswick City versus Werribee City. Yeah, so, the tale of two cities. Yeah, so a, a couple of very tantalising uh, fixtures in there. Yeah, uh, kind of far too many. I feel like maybe it's rigged. If, if too many tantalising games. Yeah, just... Too many good fixtures there. Yeah, I mean, it's got to be rigged. Yeah, so we know the games will take place sometime. I think late-ish May, but none of the times and dates have really locations are confirmed. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, so obviously the teams we read out first are the home teams, but yeah, you know, more information to come on when each particular game will be. Some fixtures that we do know though, yes. some dates and times that we are aware of, mm-hmm. is the next round of the. NPL. Yes, you know, after taking a break yep. over Easter for a cup action, we now jump straight back into it. So on Thursday night, we've mm-hmm. got the Altona Magic taking on Port Melbourne. Mm-hmm. Got to be a good one. Um, Friday night, Melbourne Knights will be hosting Green Gully. Yep. Saturday, we got four games on Saturday. So we've got Avondale taking on the Oakley Cannons, Hume City versus Pasco Vale, Heidelberg versus Dandy City and the Thunder versus South Melbourne. Lovely. And on Monday night, we've got Kingston City hosting a Monday night fixture again uh, versus Bentley Greens. Yep. Um, oh, that's going to be a very hard game for them. Um, also, shout out as well, Southern United back in the league taking on Heidelberg at 3pm on Saturday at Monterey Reserve. So lovely. they'll be playing as well. Hmm. Hopefully uh, they take those two goals that they scored and multiply them yes. by... Five, which yep. Branson gives us ten. Excellent, love it. Um, and then they can get a ten-ten draw because they do seem to be shipping a lot of ten goals lately. Yes. Um, match of the round, Branson. What are you thinking? Well, taking a look, I reckon the one for me that stands out is the Knights against Green Gully. So mm. third versus fourth, two pretty good teams so far this season. Both you know had some had some uppers and had some downs, but. I reckon this will be huge. I reckon it'll be interesting to see whether or not the cup ties have had an effect on either team. So, obviously, the Knights won 7-0. So, do they have a lot of confidence from that? Will they be, you know, I don't know, maybe a little bit more like Luster because they didn't necessarily have a super super competitive game? You know, maybe, maybe not. Maybe they were able to rest players. I don't know. That might have have an effect. It also might not. But then also for Gully, coming off a disappointing cut loss to Werribee, you know, the league's everything that they've got to play for now. So Mm -hmm. it'll be good to see if that loss is a worrying sign or the start of a downward trend. Or Or if it's nothing. Yeah. yeah, Or if it's something that, you know, just potentially reignites their season. Yeah. I don't know how you've looked past um, Heidelberg versus Dandenong City. We've sort of spoken about Heidelberg having a little bit of grit to them and getting amongst teams and, and playing with quite a little bit of you know, Gusto this year, Dandenong City, they need to start turning around performances, new managerial staff is in, they've now realised that they're not in the cup, they've got one thing to focus on and that is survival at this stage. Yep. Um, I think that that 
on a Saturday is going to be a very tasty fixture. I think there's yep. going to be some dicey challenges. I think there's probably going to be some cards, given City's form. Yep. But who knows? Maybe that little bit of mongrel is what they need. And uh, I'm expecting if it's going to be something, it'll be a, a good 3-2 win to either team. Yeah, and, I mean, Heidelberg did lose to Oakley earlier mm. this year. So, I mean, Dan and City will take a little bit away from that, knowing that, you know, another team in a similar spot to them topped them. Mm. And like you said, you know, being eliminated from the Cup, they've... Haven't got any extra games to focus on, you know. It's They've just got all, one single purpose. Yeah, now. all about survival. And then just quickly tying it in, George's pick. Uh, we'll get him to take a look at the Knights versus Green Gully game. I will, of course, make sure to actually do the video. take the video yep. and actually post it. Yep, hundred <laughs> percent. So that that'll be up, which will be good. Um, get to see a cute rabbit. Yep, of your week. Yep, and we'll see. We'll see how he goes. He's gone left twice, so. We were talking last time about changing the orientation, so we might do that and see uh, see what he goes for. Can you blindfold rabbits? Uh, probably, but I don't think we will, for what it's worth. <laughs> Considering <laughs> it's not my rabbit. Oh, I don't know if you could do that. Anyway, RSPCA might get in touch, but we're not going to blindfold him. We're yeah. just going to see who he oh, picks. God, if RSPCA got in touch with George being mistreated, it'd be like, mate, come spend a week with him, see yeah. how well-treated he gets. He goes all right. And on the topic of well-treated, we have... Well treated you to enough football for this week, I feel. Ladies and gentlemen, thanks for joining us again for the Semi-Pro Potty. Um, hit us up on Twitter, Instagram. We're going to also put some stuff out on Reddit. We want to start driving some discussion on there, um, yep. particularly about some of the, the state leagues that we covered this week. So get involved. You know, get involved with that. Keep an eye out on Reddit if you've got it. Um, and look, keep being semi-professional. And thank you for joining us for episode 11 of the Semi-Pro Potty. 